That was a great dinner. So great. Wait, where'd you park the car? Oh, the one I just sold at Carvana. What? When did you do that? When you were still looking at the menu. I went on Carvana.com and all I had to do was enter the license plate or VIN, answer a few questions, and got a real offer in seconds. They picked up the car already? No, I parked around the corner. But they are picking it up tomorrow and paying me right on the spot. Oh, no wonder you picked up the check. Yeah, about that. Uh, thought we were going halfsies. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Tonight, we go to one of our most favourite spooky areas, and that's the area of Canic Chase. A black liquid sphere and a tic-tac-shaped craft. And this house has shadow figures. Now, Natalia and Dr Peter Moore are investigating this case on behalf of BBR. They've travelled down to speak with Rich about his earlier experiences... And the latest event that's just happened at Cannock. Then they travelled to Cannock Chase together and they also interviewed Rich in the area where he saw this strange morphing object around about this time last year. As with most witnesses, Rich has had other strange events. He's witnessed UFOs and crafts, spirit and had some supernatural experiences. And he kindly spoke about these events during the interview. Now, Natalia and Dr. Peter will continue their investigations at Canuck and they are planning to meet up with some of the other researchers who live close by. If you want to get in touch, let me know and I'll put you in touch with them. So here's the witness report in Richie's own words. You mentioned in a YouTube comment that you would like me to share some of my experiences. I think I would like to start sharing now and see if anyone has had a similar experience to me. I have had a plethora of experiences growing up as a child that followed me into adulthood and even all the way up to the present day. I've seen countless UFOs with friends and family. I've even caught one or two on camera. I've seen strange sky anomalies through my telescope, which I can't explain because it's not anything I've seen in my personal research on space and various strange phenomena. Also, I've got some accounts from family members who were witnesses to the green man or the wood woose, as people call him, in the chase. I've also experienced some strange shadow figures at home and I believe that I saw a black cat down there one time. But when I saw the sphere, it was around November 2019. My partner had a new hobby where she dries out flowers and she puts them in silicone moulds and casts them to make jewellery. Well, anyway, she asked me to take her to the chase to collect some wild holly and ferns. Agreed, as it's only six miles away, more or less, from where we live. We dropped the kids off with her nan and off we went. It was cold, but it was a mostly clear day and the chase was thriving with your usual walkers and cyclists. I told my partner that I knew of a couple of places where people don't really go, as it's really difficult to get in there. So we agreed on one of them and set off. 
I've been there before and I've seen some strange tree breaks. I really just wanted to go back and check those out again, to be honest. But I never told her that, me, you know, me being a man. We got to the location at the top of a hill that's covered with great big pine trees to one side. And the other side is a more natural wooded area and it leads down. You have to go down into a slight glen, which is all untouched and unwalked. We walked along until I found a game trail I knew. And I knew that it would lead us down there. It was really slippy, as it must have frosted the night before. So I kept telling my partner to mind a step and hold on as a footwear was not the best. We reached the bottom of the glen and I found the tree I'd seen the previous months when I was with my friend, the tree that I wanted to check out. And my partner just foraged while I was doing what I thought was an investigation without her knowing. We spent roughly half an hour down there and she said she didn't feel right and she wanted to leave, so we got ready to go home. We walked back up this crazy, slippy trail. We got three quarters of the way up. And the whole time I was holding her and guiding her so she didn't fall back and have an accident. I remember looking back at her to guide her up. I turned around and I looked up the bank and I saw something move. I don't know what it was. It looked like a black liquid sphere. And this sphere was very dark in colour. Almost like oil morphing in water. If you could picture it, it was about the size of a fist or an apple and it shot across the path from one side of the game trail to the other. It actually disturbed the ferns as it crossed. I rushed up to see what it was because I knew instinctively it was not an animal or a creature. I tried to look without forgetting about my partner being stuck holding onto the bank trying not to fall. So I dived back down to help her. I asked her, did you see that? And she said, no. But she did agree that she heard rustling through the vegetation. It was so frustrating to be feeling yet again like the crazy person. Deb, the strangest thing was, it seemed intelligent to me. Due to the fact that when I saw it, it was gently leaving the ferns. And in a split second, it was like it realised I'd seen it. And it sped up, almost like one of those hoverflies. And as I, re- I reacted to it, I know for definite that it knew that I was looking. And I know for definite what I saw, Debbie. It was no biological creature and I can't rationalise it with what wildlife lives out there. To this day, I'm still trying hard to figure it out. Trying to get opinions. But really, I know... It was a sphere of some sort, and it really blew my mind, to be honest. Now, you'll see two videos. One is the strange tic-tac-shaped craft that you'll hear Rich talk about during his interview. And the second is the area where Rich experienced the strange, dark, morphing sphere. Then, you'll hear the interview, uh, as it was recorded on the day of the visit. Rather than these brambles this year, there's a lot more of these bramble looking plants in the fern. So, where you're standing there, and that is where it, it was higher bush content to the right and left. Seems to be a lot lower in the vegetation there. It's come out like a foot of the ground, and it come out of the actual fern itself and shot across the path into these further up into that sort of that valley up here. You can hear it chasing right through all this stuff. 
So it came from this yeah, direction? Yeah. From this location we just stand in there. Yeah. Right here. Our problem is up this bit here, so remember right there's the slippy and it was right there, it came out there where you're standing. Yeah. It's different frame bushes. They're not, they're not here this way, I think they're this as well. And just shot the cross over there, yeah, like... Shot across and you could hear it going up that whole... Ah, uh, okay, okay. You know how it's like a clearing? Yeah, over there, yeah. yeah. Wow. Right here. Right That's yeah, not not far from the main path as well, no, which is very astonishing. Yeah. Took me by surprise the fact that we was almost out of this actual area. I wasn't expecting to see Welsh Hill really. Oh no, yeah, nobody <laughs> is, is it? But if you yeah. see what I'm saying, that there's, if you see down by the bottom of the ground where there's these little dark holes, there's loads of little channels, <laughs> little holes. Oh things. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, like yes. Passageways yes. everywhere. It's shot through like basically one of them. Just keep going. Where the roots have ah. the earth, yeah, yeah, it's all entwined and yeah, it's quite dense. Well Bowls and moist, like the same things, aren't they? Bowls and moist. We we'll go all further down in the way. What the fuck, fuck is that? No, they ain't got wings, man. I said I ain't got wings. Am I right? Next, you'll hear an interview that um, was between Rich, Dr. Peter and Natalia when they went down to visit him. Um, and obviously, this is his experiences throughout life, starting with some UFO experiences in the Wolverhampton area. And then he talks to us about Kite Chase and the strange things he's seen up there, culminating in the sighting of this strange black sphere. Living, since living in Wolverhampton, coming back from Scotland, that's now where my experiences have, like, vamped up. Like, I've now, because as an adult, I can actually put the experiences to words, like, UFOs, I've seen, literally, I can honestly say, can't even count how times, must at least 50 plus UFOs, I've seen orbs. I've seen the sky flash with orbs moving. I've seen solid stellar flashes, like a camera flash in the sky. And that's the, one of the strangest things. It's like a photographic flash. Photographic flash. Like in the same, it happens, literally, I can show you at night time with the same place it happens there. But I've seen discs. I've seen discs with a family, two family members, which can corroborate the discs that we saw. Uh, I've seen a sphere only a year and a half ago with two spheres connected to like a metallic object. My cousin was there previous with me that time as well. And these neighbours in the street, we witnessed it, 200 feet off the ground, flying just like, almost like a magnet, it's like a magnetic motion, there's no motion for it, there's no sound or nothing, it just feels like it's like, the way it was going through the sky, and I was like, it's like a bird, it can't be a bird, it's shining off the street lights, it was shining off the bases, you could see it was glowing. Is it all in the same area, or? The whole of, like, the, like this area, yeah, but I've seen, yeah, 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 I've seen the discs and that orb. Was in my cousin's back garden, and then the, the, the orbs were in his front. The, so it's in that area. It seems to be just this whole area for some reason. It's just littered with UFOs at night. I've got a friend. I've got a friend who, um, it's more of a spiritualist type guy. He sees them as well, and he sometimes te drops me messages and goes, "Have you, um, have you looked outside tonight?" And it's clear. Yeah, he goes, "Spot twelve orbs tonight," or he calls them satellites. You see. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't like to call them UFOs. He calls them satellites. But I'm like, "What? Well, where are they travelling?" What do you mean? What were they traveling? And I always say, "Well, 
I know satellites don't travel north to south, south to north, because there's magnetic poles at the instruments. I do know that they go like east to west or west to east, whatever. They try to keep away from the magnetic poles and that. So, so if you know anything's gone north or south, I say, dude, there's no way that it's on satellite. I don't understand how we can see satellites. They're smaller than cars. I don't understand how you can barely see a plane at night or barely see a plane in the daytime, let alone see a satellite at night time in the atmosphere of space. So, so from, yeah. From, yeah. from the encounters that you had with right. UFOs, what, yeah. if you could mention like three most kind of, you know, if you could just elaborate a bit more about them, okay. and the three best ones that you know. Oh, okay. Okay, um, the three best ones, definitely the discs. The two discs, because they were so close. I, we could physic I could physically see the detail on the base of these discs. It would, they were black, obviously circular, with a darker black centre, with black kind of stripes running to the outside edges. Both of them had the same looking, the, the common looking sources you would imagine in a movie. That's, always Leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers? Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or... House cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It can't look like that, but really that's what we saw. No lights, no nothing. It was just solid. They looked like actual real-to-life touchable objects, like metal. Was it night? Was it day? When it was nighttime. Nighttime. Yeah, it was clear sky. It was really nice summer's night. It was like just the odd cloud, you know. So you could see the nice odd cloud, maybe starlit sky. They, they were, we could barely see what the detail was underneath because it was so. It was actually brighter above the UFOs than it was underneath. If you know what I mean, you could barely see them underneath. I know there was three of us seen that in his back garden. To this, Who pointed out to them? It was my cousin James. Yeah, he seems to see him as well, like, so he was sitting facing the back garden, and he was like, oh, and I've looked, and they were doing, like, a, a side to side motion, like, weaving like this, and it was so gradual, and we watched it from the back of his trees at his house, go right across, right across his neighbour's house like that, and it was so orange, it was so, like, we just didn't know, I've never seen anything fly like that shape, so we froze, we all froze. Quick question, did yeah. you hear anything? No noise. Literally no sound, not even a sound of wind, not even like the sound of anything passing through air or nothing. Wow. It was so silent, but they were massive. I would say they were at least 30 to 40 feet in diameter each. If they'd come down any closer, these things were like big. I don't know what they looked like from the top in shape, but I just know from below that they kind of look like a base of a, a sort of like a small dish, or if you can imagine a curving bowl, yeah. So that was a good sign, that was. Um, 
How did the sighting finish? It, it just ended by the, them passing over his neighbour's house, and then obviously we tried to. Eventually, I tried to sorry go down the side of the house to go and have a look. But once you come out the front house, there's more houses. If they were, they were already passed by them. So they sped outside. Yeah, they already passed out like a, a line of sight. But because this garden's got such a good vast, it was such a clear area that we had. We were so lucky to see these. I mean, I feel lucky to have seen them because yeah, whoever it's, people would have not have noticed them. They were so blended into the sky; it was unbelievable. Which is, we're just lucky to have seen them because they're so close. Um, uh, the second one after that one was actually the same same house again, but it was in the front. It was in his front. This, his house in the street. His friend was in the car. Obviously, he'd come round. I sometimes go around have a chat and everything like that. And we were standing outside the car and we was having a fag. And he was standing there. He noticed them. It seems to be James that seems to notice them. I don't understand why he notices them, but he always seems to. I, I notice them as well, but he notices the ones that we can see, like objects. I see the orbs. He sees the the crafts. But he says, "Rich, look at that up there. It was coming towards us." And this time it was instead of going from like a south to north direction, it was going from like a east to west direction. This this one, and it was so low. It was lower than the ones we'd seen before that the street lights were reflecting off the surface. It was a metallic sphere with two metallic spheres smaller, half its size, either side of it connected to it, almost like a Mickey Mouse head, but with the ears to the side. Oh, yeah. Did you say it was complete sphere or was so it spherical? Was it metal, spherical. Spheroid? Yeah, complete sphere. Right. Three complete equal spheres, but two of the smaller ones each side. I've never ever seen anything like that in anything I've watched. It was so. I can imagine it could break off into three and it could just. Like something like that, maybe? I don't know. But this was coming across the sky with no sound again, just but this time the motion was like a, oh, look, I can't explain it, just dash, 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 and as it coming across, my whole body just shut down, I, I don't understand this fear just come through me, like, I don't know what this fear is, it's a primal fear, I don't know, like something I know, he's shouting, oh my god, he's shouting, look, look, shouting his neighbours, look at that, his neighbours are looking, they're like, they're not really looking, they're looking, like, look, I'm yeah. here, you've got to really look. And obviously it was a clear sky again, it was a starlit sky, there were some clouds sparse around again. I think the moon had been up and gone like so it was quite clear again. And it, we watched it go all the way down from like say from east to west because we could see right down this end of a street and it went all the way we watched it for at least two or three minutes this one until it vanished. And I stood there and just could not believe what I'd saw in my own eyes. I said, James, what was that? Was that a bird? What was that? James was like, That ain't a bird, Rich. I was like, it can't be a bird. I was trying to rationalise. I was just trying to put it off as a bird or something. Because that ain't no man-made object. I said, James, what are we... What? So, James, we both obviously sat down. And I was, like, really, really scared. I actually felt really scared, to be honest with Because I thought, what is going on? How have yeah. you seen this now again? Like, these ain't discs. Now, these are spheres, but they're just, like, metal. There's no lights. It's just pure metallic. So, I can imagine the silver in nature, but the, the street lights being the tungsten lights or what they are. We're giving them a good bronzy look underneath or an orangey look. So that was that time. Um, no noise again. No sound. Uh, just pure, like just pure. I say it's like magnetism. I don't know the reason why I say it like that because it's like you know, like if you get like a magnet and you go, you pull under things that motion. That, yeah. It, that's the only way I can explain it because there's no propulsion system to this. this yeah. These machines work there. So we've seen that. So we spoke about that. We still we only spoke about that the other night again. So he's, I'm glad that he still kind of remembers these things. Yes. With me because if if he hadn't, I'd be losing my mind right now. Like seeing exactly, this yeah. Better than somebody else. Sorry. Yeah. What was the year? What, what, what? Ah, it was last year. It was two thousand and nineteen. Last last summer, yeah. And the first one. The, the one before that was two thousand and seventeen. 
yeah, I'm not very good with keeping dates. You see, like I'm experienced, so I never got locked this down. I should really do this stuff because if this has come to these situations now. Well, well to be fair, yeah. I also were recording. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, the next best set of UFOs, which my partner was supposed to send me a video, she hasn't done me yet because obviously she's like she's gone on her phone. I had this, I delete WhatsApp and I had to reinstall WhatsApp, so I lost all the videos that I've been sent. But only just three or four months ago, my daughter had noticed. Something out of her bedroom window at the back, which looked like a glowing tic tac. Well, it looked like a plain hull without the wings or the or the the, the rear wing, yeah, or the, whatever you want to call that. I can't like remember. A cigar shape. It's pure cigar shape. She was like, "Dad, Dad, come here! There's something in the sky." And I know Amelia sees things like me. She's seen she's seen discs. She has seen hexagons with the centers out. She's seen we've seen one that looks like a Rubik's cube missing. <laughs> missing parts so it was almost like a cross 3d cross we've seen that with blue and white she's you know she sometimes for some reason sees these things as well like and she's still questioning she gets quite upset when she sees them because she thinks it's the end of the world or something she can't rationalize what she's saying but she's seen this that day and i went dad dad so i run upstairs had a look i could see it in the distance passing I'm like what is that she went dad that's not plain it's not got wings it's not got anything it's like it's glowing or something this is <clears throat> daylight to summer it's, it's sun like the, the sun's out it's beating like hot Oh my god, so we ran downstairs up the back door. You could see this big tree at the back, it just passed behind the tree. I was like, oh no, man, I was really gutted. So I waited to see if I could see it come past the tree. It never did. So we waited and waited, and we was talking about it and everything like that. And Dad was like, she was like, what do you think it was? That? I don't know. Lo and behold, 10 minutes later, it came across the sky again, but closer. Then now it's going to pass, not behind the tree, but above us this time. Uh, couple, yeah. Quick question to yeah. first. Um, you said it was a sunny day, right? Yeah. Was it a windy day? Or? No. same speed as like a commercial airplane or yeah. at least a, a helicopter it wasn't exactly getting off it wasn't so it wasn't drifting slow no no it it this like thing wanted to be seen like yeah. the, so this time never seen it the second time never seen it had no wings it had no I've got the video I can see it. once you get it sent I'll get the sent me first and show you because then you'll say oh my god what is that I could see it had a black centre it was almost like a cigar and there was something cylindrical in the centre it looked black and it was like I don't know if it was rotating, I don't know what it was doing, but there was something centre in the black end of it, and we watched it, and I literally got my phone out, and I recorded, my phone never took a picture, it blurred it all the way through. Cameron recorded the last 15 seconds of it, and she got a really good quality of it, and we all stood at the back door, and we was all like, what the hell is that? Like, this is, they ain't got wings, it doesn't look like a blimp, it can't be a blimp, it's glowing, it's like, right fucking hell, that's always the language, like, we were all swearing at the time, and that, like, what is that? You all the neighbours all just, no one paying attention, like, it's like, oh my god. So obviously we'd seen that that day, I've got some videos. Funnily enough, only just a couple months ago there, towards the end of the summer, was it September time? You know, they were doing quite a warm September, there was only a party anyway. Yeah. I was at my cousin's back garden again. This is the truth, because he was there, and his friend from that day, and he lives in Dudley. When we were sitting in his garden that day, it was it was getting a bit chilly, the sun was going down, the sun was up, but it still looked like, I'm sitting there, James had noticed passing from uh, north to south this time it was going from the way we seen the disco this way it went that way the same object in my bridge that that thing you seen before and i looked i thought oh my god we're jumping up and never had my phone removing we're not these type of guys to get phones out and try and do things yeah. so, so we're looking at him like oh what the hell is that so james was like i can't believe what i saw is this what you saw with james it's the same thing so we're standing there again five minutes later another one passed over 
oh my god he was like oh my god we're shouting like that was going for, was all like, we're getting excited from everything of course yeah then his friend turns up and then he's telling his friend what we just saw and he's like shut up man shut up man there's no such thing in that happened right again as he said it and they were watching the same it's, they all went in the same direction we've seen four in that total that day they all went in the same direction the same path there was no distance in it like they were on a line it must have been equal space there wow um, he's seen it how did they look this time like the same the exact same like it felt like towards worlds to me it felt like there's something like I, I can't believe I've seen that a couple months later I've seen the same things again it's like whoa I wish I had my phone that time to actually get these stamp but I'm not good with it. I need a good camera really to hand for these kind of things that's but, true yeah that's um, he was like right it's a plane it's a plane lads it's a plane and he, you can see him going it's not a plane it's, it's not where's the wind seen that when they passed over the, they passed over the back bush again this time and we're like well okay then and I kept looking kept looking eventually we've seen one more that's the last one we'd seen but it could, we've got a good view of it this time yeah because the sun had kind of gone down and you can see the glowing no wings no nothing yeah, some people but... so it was glowing what colour was it glowing uh, uh, like LED white almost like that LED white I can't explain it. Uh, you've seen the video yeah, but blowy white yeah yeah like cold white though. yeah yeah, yeah. But these ones that I've seen the fourth time round they look more <sighs> different time of the day you see didn't see the black centers though this time. I just they seem they seem to be all quite equally formed, but they were the same shape, but the different distance this time. Because the first time, we, the second time we saw him was here, it passed right above us, and obviously me being slow with my phone, I was like, Karen, get your phone out to the new phone quick, and it was like almost literally even the distance she got it. So I'll get to send it to that video. I'll get to send it. I'll send it to you guys because I think that's the best bit of video footage. No one's reported that I've looked online. Any reports for this? Seem to be the only people that have spotted this, probably. Probably, yeah. Well, it depends because yeah. um, if you report if you yeah. report it to like say Move. air traffic control okay. or to yeah. the MOD, yeah, that's not going to be publicised. No. And and certainly like with the MOD, that normally stay on okay. hidden record for a while before it's publicly released. Yeah. It's only if it hits newspapers do you start getting a re- you know mm-hmm. you see it online a public report for it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in essence, it, it could be reported and seen by other people. It's just, mm-hmm. is it publicised? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there by far, <clears throat> besides orbs, or besides seeing dipping in orbs, one going up, one's physically going along and just going up. I've seen them. They're the best crafts I've ever seen, like. So, about them orbs, right? So, yeah. where, where, where did you see the orbs? I Spend a lot of time in Canic Chase. That's when I start to notice orbs because the just the sheer darkness there at night time. You can see them when even street light and stuff like that. They can be quite low enough to see them. It's the same again, the same colour as this LED, but there's more than like, the spherical. The motion of like this, this like snake-like effect the way they move. And then it's not just that. It's the way sometimes they go up, and then it's like they're dipping. And then sometimes as they're coming across, they just go boom straight up. And I'm like, we can stand there, and my jaw just drops. And I'm like, this ain't satellites. This ain't nothing that we know. What is this? They're like, they, they want us to see them. They're there. They're like, they're bright bloody white. So they're blending with stars. In the woods in Kamok, that's yeah. what you're saying. So yeah. you were in the woods, and then you just take out your telescope. And mm. how far away are they from you? Do you think? Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't go into the actual woods. You see, uh, now I go to like there's like a brow. There's a road that has some big speed bumps. If you've ever yeah. seen that one, yeah. well, right at the top of there, it seems to be the high spot there, and it's quite open. Um, I say they're in. I say they're in the inner atmosphere. They're in the atmosphere. They're like the highest point. They're high, a bit higher than planes. You know, they must be where the top secret jets go and stuff. They're not in space. 
because eventually when you see him going into space, it disappears. And in my thoughts, I'm like, oh, is the crafts reacting with our atmosphere, which make them glow? Because as soon as they leave our atmosphere, it's like they just phase out. I don't understand how they just phase out. They just like they just water speed gone, boom, or something like that. I don't understand how they just turn off. And then sometimes they can just go really bright, and then they can go right out again. Um, I had a laser pen the once, and I did shine one once with a laser pen, and it was a bit of a mistake. Because uh, I had one in Canic Chase, one of these ones with a key, it was really powerful, high voltage laser pens. One of them ones, uh, the green light, sorry. Yeah. And we'd seen one before, and I shine it with my cousin. He said, "How far?" It was a mile. I was shining it the clouds, and clouds are glowing green. It's amazing. We seen one, didn't we? And we was up there, and I went, "Look, James, look." I started doing it. If it went pure intense white, I was like, "Oh." Like that, I just felt like I just interacted with something there, and that's when oh, I put it all really? away. Yeah, I did, I did, and I put it away, and he's like, oh, don't do that again, Rich. I was like, I'm not, and my heart was like, instantly, like, it knew that it was, like, shining. Like, you know, I think it is bad laser pen. Yeah, no, they really do. I've seen people on YouTube using them, and they do interact. I think they do interact with the lasers. They want you well, to see them. They must want to interact. Just mm. as a little side, I'll just mm-hmm. tell you a little story. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened in Scotland okay. where a copper, you know, the speed guns with the yes. uh, lasers for yes. the speed detection. Mm. Literally, we're sat at the bottom bottom of the hill mm. and he's shine, shining up the hill to mm. try and get cars coming down, hopefully to get the speed guns are coming down. Okay. Being a bit overzealous on it and all that. Mm. Anyways, he's shining up and he suddenly registers a speed of, of, of nearly 400 miles an hour. Well, like a light's coming towards him, I'm guessing. Well, basically, yeah. what happened was... <laughs> He'd caught, an, he'd caught a military jet. Yeah. <laughs> and the military jet is suddenly on their, on their side of things. Their alarms go off as yeah. we're being hit by a, uh, a, a laser detector. Laser detector. Basically, if, it's, if this had been not on a test run and had been actually armed, mm. the copper would have had a load of, a load of anti-missile measures dropped on it. Yeah, that would have been pretty, um, that would have been not good. And that's the thing. If you're hitting it with a laser, if it's anything yeah. like our detection systems mm-hmm. they're probably reacting to the fact we've got a laser is this a guided the, the laser is on another spectrum as well so I mean if it on our spectrum of light in a laser but or through different spectrums I'm guessing there must be a sh- stronger strength there might be different bands of it but I just know that night when I shine on the thing it just like it pulls it me boom like yeah. that and I was like oh but I've actually sometimes went at the back to smoke cigarettes I went at the back and like have a fag my head goes look up look up Lo and behold, passing right there, right above me. I'm like, wow. I'm like, look up. As soon as I, it's like I can, I, f- I can, I can, I can swim. I can swim on it's like I just know they're there. And my mate, intuition for it. Yeah, look, and, and then when if you talk to them or anything like that, they do do stuff. They do, they do, um, they do interact if you talk to them. I can actually say that. I mean, I think they're believable people can summon them, like, they do yeah. want to be seen. Like, like Paul Sinclair is saying, isn't yeah. it? That as soon as you think about it, it's right then, above right your head, and yeah. that must be that then? I've seen three or four crossing the same path. Yeah. Like, literally, all, like, literally, one going that way, one going that way, and one coming this way, and I've seen it with mate, and we've like, what is going on? There can't be satellites. Why would satellites all be just crossing paths? Really, they're millions of dollars or pounds worth of equipment. You want it all to survive. You want it to, you know what I mean, go on the same track. everything for some reason like we're very open so yeah I mean, 
That's it's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've got so many, you know, on that and Pete, I've got so many like sightings. They're not even special sightings, they're just orbs. They're just got countless amounts of orbs. And I see them more in the summertime than I do in the wintertime, which is quite strange. So I'm like, what was, what's going on? What's different with the sky? Why, why are they not here now? But the summertime, it seems to be the sky's clearer. Or is it just because it's clearer or something? Is it because there's less ice in the air or something? I don't know what it is, but my mates noticed that as well. Seems to be purely the summertime that gets really crazy, <coughs> especially around here in this area. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you're only young, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will probably get some more encounters from you in the future as well. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I'm always on the look for them. You know, now. Yeah. like I'm saying, I do go outside, have a cigarette in the dark, and I will literally look for them. I want to see them. I do want to see them, like. Yeah. So it's not like I don't want to see them. I want to see them because I want to see what they're doing. I want to see the patterns. I want to see how they move. I want to see them go up. I want to see them dip down. But then you know sometimes you get a satellite. You know when you've got a satellite. It's just that, that linear emotion like this yeah, space with station. The, with the occasional flashing lights. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too... Then you see it right from the whole horizon. You see it right to the yeah. finish. But these orbs, they don't finish the whole pattern. They come right up. You see them arc up and out. Yeah. It's like they're coming from a station or a base. It's like, it's like a pattern. I don't know where they're going. Sometimes the men the moon's out as well. I've, oh, I have actually seen the that new satellite array that was put up by, um, what's his name again now? Elon Musk. Yes, I have seen that. I didn't get that on my camera, but I remember phoning, that was last new year, my, I was on the phone with my cousin going, ah, what's going on? I'm seeing light after light. It was like one, two, constant three. It was heading towards the moon, four, like 50 lights. So I'm like, what is this? How did they even get satellites into the sky when no one's even... How are they all perfectly situated like this? Like they're on a chain. Like, wow. Yeah, I've seen that now. I've seen it only once. I've tried to keep my eyes open there, but... It's like awesome. they appear in and they appear out. There's only a section you see on it. It's like there must be a clear spot in the atmosphere and then there must be, like, the rest of the atmosphere blocks them out. You know what I mean? If you, it's, I can't explain it. Refraction of the light. Maybe. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And you also told us, Rich, that, you know, because UFOs is a, an amazing topic, but yeah. you also told us about, you know, the ghosty experiences and other paranormal things that happened to you could you elaborate yeah. on this one well the last house i lived in was one that house was 100 like she's never said the house is haunted stuff keeps going missing and it keeps coming back as i've told you it's a playful ghost like uh, i've got phone pictures of my old phone uh, one of the weirdest experiences i had in my last house before this one was i remember one night we had dinner and we cooked up the dinner and everything like that and we had a bit of trays and a place and we were coming to live room to sit down and as i sat down karen says oh you go in the kitchen go get the sauce yeah, no problem, so I'll put my tray down. Went into the kitchen, and there was, on the floor, a knife, a fork, a spoon, a knife, a fork. Like a like this kind of arch motion. And I went, oh, I went, oh. Like, I, I went, oh. And I was like, oh. I never heard nothing. It's like metal on the hard floor. Like, like, but it was like that, so I literally, I Karen, I was, did you put them on the floor? She's come in the kitchen. She's like, no. So I'm like, what's going on? So I photographed it. And that was one of the weirdest things, because... I was just in the kitchen. I've sat down, I've got up, and they were on the floor like a knife, fork, spoon, knife, fork. Like a perfect arch motion on the floor, like laid out on the floor. So obviously I picked them off, put them down. Um, that house is more like playful type ghost. It was more like moving things. Karen's seen a couple move from one side of the fireplace to the other. She was really spooked in that house. Anything past three in the morning, she was. She doesn't like staying up. She doesn't like witching hour. She believes that's when it got worse. She's seen things in the living room physically move around like... Like slant or... Yeah, no, like the cup physically floated off the fireplace. She'll tell you this. Really? The fireplace went to the other side and it just freaked her out so bad. When she talks about it, she goes... Look, she just yeah. shudders like... It's like she does not like this paranormal stuff. Like an invisible hand basically grabbed it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so with that, it's like spirits. Um, this house definitely will be more experience in it. It seems to be seasonal, not residual. It seems to be a certain time of year when it happens. I don't know whether it's when the lady died. I don't know whether there's been another event in the house. But right now it's quiet. The house is quiet. Like, I don't feel any kind of energy in the house or anything like that. I wanted to say that I don't feel anything. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's really dead. Like, and I can honestly say to this, it seems to be... Uh, it's got to be seasonal. I know you get residual when you get all these type of ones. But this one seems seasonal because it happens just before the summer. And then it comes towards the winter, it happens again. And we don't know when this lady died. We keep passing neighbours, like, when did she die? But, um, yeah, I've had the, just this feeling of the, the shadow figure builds up here. There's two of them. One comes up in the corner, and one comes out the floor like this. The one that comes from around the sofa, it freaks me out. I physically have to, like, either sit here or sit there, because I can't physically sit there and watch it. Because it just, I don't like that ominous effect of this mass in my eyes building up and I keep saying Karen I don't need to get my eyes checked or anything like that they're fine now so I don't get what it is like you said yesterday to me yesterday to me Pete I should train my eyes to let it happen like but the weirdest thing that I did have in this house was somebody look around the top of the stairs head it was black all black I remember I was getting turned off and off I get my kids to drink for bed and that I do get make them drink for bed shut the door and as I went to look up the stairs somebody was a look look away mm. and I went so I put the drinks down and I ran up to the kids where he's away because I ran upstairs he was like all the doors are shut so I went to Ava's room went to Millie's room everyone's asleep I was like right okay then okay seeing one there it looked like it was looking around the bottom of the stairs and the doorway so I know time I keep that door shut so I feel like I've had that door open I've been watched I've just, there's two places there's this door and there's this door here and then maybe the landing uh, we heard an old lady's voice in the landing it sounded like a distant moan can't explain, I can't put the noise to yeah. her anymore, but she heard it, and she thought I said something to her. And I was in the bathroom, Karen, what did you say? She went, I never said nothing, I thought you said something. So I went into the room, and I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Um, have you got a cellar in this house, or? Uh, no, but we've got this, it's cold, it's a cupboard, but it's got like a cold slab in there. Because oh. it's quite, it's an old cupboard, it's never been touched. It's still original, if you open that, it's a bit messy at the minute, Pete. Sorry. But so it's original. Just, just, just wondering if uh, the just working it out. Yeah, it's, it's original. I don't know what it is, like, but that cupboard's definitely original. It's, you can see that it's not been touched for like 30, 40, 50 years, maybe like yeah. painted or anything. Uh, we never fixed it up yet. But yes, yeah, I don't know what it is in this house. Um, footsteps. It seems to be. Oh, I can't make a noise here. Like this. Oh, yeah, so that, like dragging things, yes. really. Oh, like helpers. Karen Lott was person, 100%. Yeah, yeah, started, yeah. started with Karen first. Karen Lott sat in the bedroom. She's like, I woke up. She's like, here's a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was downstairs, obviously. And then, lo and behold, no one was in the room. Like, So I spoke to that day. She was like, oh, she went, I heard like, sliding feet around by the bed. I was like, did you? I was like, okay, then, okay, then. These, these all just happen at all different times. I don't know when it all specifically happened, you know, in, in time. Um, just recently, Amelia's told me someone was in a room the other morning. And she actually thought it was Ava or me and my mum. But none of us had been in a room. Somebody was walking around in the bedroom. So she started to pick up in there. Her books, pages have been moving and stuff like that. Ava's all of a sudden wanted to start sleeping with the light on and stuff like that in her bedroom. I find her room, the back bedroom, this wooden corner thing that comes out like a joist. The, the ceiling that comes slightly out. Like, I find that room very cold. Her room is very cold at night, even the heat. And I'm like, why is it you gone in? like, ooh. Just an air in there, like a cold air, and it's such a small room. Why would it be so cold? Like, do you think it'd be the warmest room, being small as the heat? Yeah. But yeah, 
Is that experiences in here? A lot of stuff moving around in the kitchen, like this kind of sound, like, going, oh, damn, this. Like that. But in the kitchen on the side, yeah, if you ever heard yeah. that, it's like stuff. Things sliding. Yes, yes. But yeah, it's like that kind of stuff hanging around. Um, clanking in the downstairs toilet as well, like something knocking around, and I go and look. There's nothing in there, like something just knocking about. And I've not, it's not the dryer, because I've not used the dryer, so it's not the metal cooling down or anything like that. It just seems to be very um, seasonal. And when it's here, I feel it. Like I can be here, I can sit here right through the night on the telly off. Not, I, I first night, first night we had this house, I remember sitting here until five in the morning. I said, Carol, what are you going to do? I said, I'm sitting in the other room, I want to feel this house afterwards, you know. So I remember sitting here. Seems to be a lot of 
Donkey and Ninja were going to do Don't forget, you're also got the time of the Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah, possibly that the same time, was it, Pete? Yeah. Well, end of World War One, that was. Yeah, yeah, okay, so that possibly there, that another massive effect there, lock on. Oh, there's another thing as well. Hand. When we first moved in, the strangest thing was the windowsill on that end there with dirty from a handprint. Years and years of a handprint. Really? So I, when I painted it up, I kept hearing, like, on the windowsill. And my cousin was sitting there one night and said, Listen, so something keeps tapping on my windowsill. He goes, What do you mean? Just like this. So Longbow was sitting there, we heard, and he looked, and I'm like, I told you, see what I mean? I said, they can't be, like, settling from creaking, or it was, like, warmer. So I was like, no way. So once we'd heard that, I've never heard it since. So now once we'd acknowledged it, acknowledged it with someone, it stopped. Never heard that since now. And it was happening for months and months and months. Constantly, I was hearing it on my own. I was like, sometimes someone's going to hear this with me now. And then my cousin said, I then heard it. He's actually seen things in the kitchen move as well, on their own. He's been like, oh, what the hell was I see, told you, man. Like, I'm just saying, this, things just move around their own sometimes in the search. Oh, you hear that bang there. But the past month, maybe, it's going to be quiet. I had a feeling there were, like, something ominous change, like the figures build up here. It's like something rising. A mass rising. It doesn't look like a figure, it's just like a dark mass, even oh, though it's lit. Is it, is it see-through? No. It's like dark, darkness. You see peripheral vision. I'm not. I'm not even joking. You get it, especially when you sit here because you're watching telly. It's that line of sight from there. And like Karen says, she feels like she doesn't like this area. Like it feels like somebody used to stand here a lot. The floorboard itself, like, is really indented here. Like you feel the floor because these are original floors. Like these are all these floorboards. You can feel how much wear. It's like somebody used to stand here because it's really dipping in. And I can't explain it. But I just feel like there's something, there's an energy. It comes from maybe the cupboard, the cupboard's really old. Does it give you like, you know, when it when it, uh, when it uh, appears, obviously, are you are you getting all the negative emotions? Yeah. Yeah. I've found since I've lived in this house, I've had quite a lot of negative emotions. Like, definitely, like, there's an energy. Like I said to Karen, I said, this house sometimes makes me feel really negative. Like, when I, when I feel like that, I feel really negative. Sometimes I feel really sad. It's not what it is. But it is, and then it passes the next day, you can go to bed, it's not there no more, though. It's definitely seasonal. If you're seasonal, like this is a specific time that happens, it, it passes away and comes back again. So pre-winter. So are we in this period now? Or um, <laughs> it was actually like feeling like that just recently, but there's nothing majorly been happening since. Like I say, I just don't look for it anymore now. It just happens. Like I could be sitting here and hear something in the kitchen, and I hear, I just don't. I just I let it go. I don't even talk to it. I, I try not to talk to it. I try not to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. The spirits, if there's any, yeah. I try to just ignore it. So no, I don't acknowledge it in case it then starts to vamp up into the polar activity. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, watch yeah. a lot of the stuff. I see that's how it kind of works. So, um, my Xbox likes to turn itself on quite a lot. Um, that's ever since we've been living here. It just goes. You have to touch that to turn that on. For some reason, it loves that. Consist. Even my kids. Wow. All, I do. I might do what we're seeing. It'll just turn itself on. And like, well, how is it turning itself on? Like, I know it's the console's in good condition, there's nothing wrong with it. Something weird that definitely does that. Um, what else happens in there? It's mainly just what I've said to you, really. It's just a constant like, barrage of that same stuff. And yeah. I've only heard the voice once, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. To be fair, I'm going to go off you a few pointers after yeah. this, because well. a few things might suggest that we'll have that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but also, experiences on Counter Tracer as well. Ah, yes. Nice. Uh, uh, the experience is that, like I said, I telescoped there, the 
one of my scariest experiences there was definitely seeing a big cat. I'm 100% sure that I've seen a big cat. I didn't know what kind of black cat it is. It was a black cat. If it had been any other kind of cat with a different colour fur, it would have most, because of the moon, where it was actually physically behind that animal or the road itself, it was lighting up right down the tarmac. I remember being at, not there I told you, the canic where it goes quite high, the brain, there's the speed bumps. Yeah. Yeah, it was up the top of that anyway. I made the telescope facing to um, southeast, probably because of where the moon was. I'm not too sure, I'm not too sure with like the orientation of things. Yeah. But you can't look at stars around by the moon, as you know, it just it just blares out, the, the telescope's terrible. So you have to look the opposite direction. So we've done a bit of moon viewing, we went the opposite way and started looking at stuff like, um, and I like, um, I can't remember the names, like Belagies and all types of stars and stuff yeah. like that. Just having a scare around for galaxies, because when you find a galaxy, it's like, wow, you actually see it's like a deep mist in the vastness of space. So I remember being there because he's looking look for the telescope. He's a lot younger than me, like, um, he was there, I was looking for the telescope and everything. And I remember having my car facing off the road, facing into the bushes, and I left my headlights on so we could see what we were doing which wasn't a problem for the telescope because I put it quite high up and I knew the aperture wasn't picking up. So, yeah. so it was there like that. So as he was in the telescope, I was looking to the left and he was going up the road and the moon was just slightly off the road so it was lighting up down this way now. And I'm looking, I just had this feeling to look like, I felt like, I just, you know what I mean? just feel like something's wrong, like just, just look, yeah. watching. And then all of a sudden, I seen, it looked like a deer at first. So I'd seen a deer pass across the road, yeah. And I know what a deer looks like, they've gone just the way they are. Literally, like, 10 seconds after that, something scoped across the road really low, like like that kind of motion. And I've seen its back. It's, I've never actually seen its head because it kept it so low, but I've seen its back went down and its tail went like the, the motion of how a cat does this stalking. Yeah. And I was like, what's that? So literally, I freezing inside and then I was looking and looking. This deer come out of the darkness and walked towards it. The deers and never come to people. They never walk up to people. They're very shy creatures. It come straight up to us, and I, I just ran into the car. Get in the car! He's like, oh, oh, he did, he's looking at the tell us what's going on. Yeah. Just get, leave the telescope, get in the car. So I reversed the car as fast as could, and they've shown up the road like that. And the deer's now, like, darted off to the right into the woods now because of me being panicky. And my heart was racing. So what is it? I was like, I don't know. Just get the telescope and packed. I don't know what I saw. But the deer can't do what the animal did. They've got a knuckle in the middle. They can't get, like... Explain like 
two meters long, maybe. I thought, but his tail fully yeah, 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 flexed yeah, yeah. out, like the way yeah. it was doing it. It was pretty long. It moved half the size of the road as it come across, and it was like just the way it did the motion. I can't even explain. I can still see it now. But I'm just so glad that I seen that and got in the car because I do know yeah. there's big cats in Britain. I do know they are spotted. I do know they are like very. All around Cannock as well. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. And Cannock's bloody great place if they are living there to live. With the deers, the rabbits, the fairies, the foxes. There, I'll show you today. You'll see with the deer dens and stuff. I'm, I'll show you these deer dens. You can see like how untouched yeah. it is and rural it really is. Like that's the only time I've ever seen like an actual cat type that so I don't think I spent as much time there not time in Canic Tales because of that that actually, that actually scared me to be honest with you so after I moved my location from a telescope to places with more lights so or where I could get to the car safer so it has played in my mind because I've definitely saw I don't know what kind of cat was it definitely a big cat maybe a leopard or something like that I don't know yeah, or yeah, a jaguar yeah. something that kind of breed maybe something that was I've never seen a big cat in real life anyway in, the, in, in real life not in the captivity not, yeah so yeah I'd like to thank Rich for not only letting Natalia and Dr. Pete come down and speak to him, but also for going out with them to Canic Chase. And you'll hear more about that next week when the second half comes along. But I think it's wonderful that more and more people are coming forward. And I have to agree with many of the things that Rich said when he was speaking today. There are lots of people out there who have experiences over and over again, almost a plethora of experiences. And being able to talk about it to people that understand can be very validating. Um, And I think he was incredibly brave to do what he did. And I'd like to thank his family members as well for being incredibly welcoming when uh, Natalia and Dr. Pete came down. And they will be continuing to investigate at Canuck. Uh, any new cases that come in, they will take over them, of course. So if you want to get in touch with them, you want to meet up with them, because they will be going back down again and doing a number of visits, just let me know in the comments or in email and I'll get you guys in touch. So until next week, thank you very much for tuning in. Why don't you check out our merch in the new Teespring store? And if not, just give the video a like or a share, because it really helps with YouTube algorithms. So until next time, everybody, good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.